Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron podcast, podcast. A pub chat version. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. This is the Horn and Cauldron podcast pub chat, where we don't have a scripted thing that Julie looked up, and instead we just have like kind of a simple question that we've sort of like been asked or scratched around on the internet or have basically been talking about for a while or something like that. Um, and then we just sort of like like vamp on it for a little while yeah um, we just we just sort of yeah, freestyle discuss no pyres so don't oh, worry oh but yeah. what if i wanted vampires no, no 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 i didn't say no vampires i said all vamp no pyres ain't nobody being but burned. what if i wanted a bonfire it's not a pyre you gotta put a person on it to be a pyre oh yeah i actually don't know that definition so i don't care um <laughs> <laughs> anywho we were so, just doing a bit <laughs> All vamp. What did I just say? <laughs> uh, business out of the way. Don't forget to like this video, comment below, share, subscribe, and ring the bell if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're listening to this on your podcast network of choice, leave a review or whatever. Um, share us with your friends. Uh, so we're just going to kind of get right into the question, as it were. And the, I've been trying to think of a way to form this as like a simple question. And I feel like the simplest way to ask this question is, do you only have to worship brand name gods? Oh, and the reason why I want to use no. the reason why I want to use the term brand name gods is just because they're the name that we most recognize and yeah. by brand name gods. Just to clarify for the audience, uh, what I mean is like Odin, Zeus, uh, generally any like prime pantheon, you know, uh, Irish, you know, the Tuatadonin, like big popular, the, the Aesir, the Vanir, the the um, the Olympians, the Olympians. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever, the Judeo-Christian, Islamic, Yahweh, like anything like that. Do you have to, do you have to worship like a, what I would consider a brand name God, you know, like main name, or can you, can you worship the like store-bought brands, which the would, generic brands, the generic brands, which would, which would essentially be uh, functionally anything else. And I mean, we do technically have examples of this historically in the form of like like general spiritualism like yeah. everything's got a spirit it, you know this rock got a spirit this tree got a spirit and these you know these these uh you know bushes over here got spirits and so i'm gonna worship somebody's spirits and give them thanks and all this kind of stuff right yeah um so like that is essentially what i'm talking about but with like modern technology and all the stuff that we have i mean it kind of renders most uh, extremely down to because I like to look at questions in the extreme sense first and then sort of like work our way backwards into reality is like could you worship Captain America and would that be an appropriate thing to do yes end of podcast done yeah end of episode <laughs> hey thank you for uh, joining us for this uh, episode the answer is yes obviously you can do whatever the fuck you want and anybody who questions you about that is probably an asshole done yeah uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, like, I know that the, like, like comically extreme way to say it would be like a comic book superhero, but it, it f Hercules is a comic book superhero of old. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. In the form of, like, tales told around campfires and such like that. Yeah. Right? So, like, uh, like, from my perspective, and obviously, like, my belief on this is, like, yes, of course you can. Um, because essentially everything that we currently know about all of the gods that we currently know stuff about is essentially people telling stories. So what's the yeah. fucking difference? Yeah, like, if you well, want to worship House, Hugh Laurie's character from the TV series House, 
because you're a doctor, go ahead, rock and or roll. Or if you want to follow, like, say, Jedi belief structure. Sure, yeah. From uh, the Star Wars movies. Why like, not? You totally could. Yeah. 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 Um, and you can also Although mix the dark and side match. has brownies, so keep that in mind. That's true. Um. <laughs> uh, but you can also, like, mix and match. A, a, a question that I see often that's similar to this is, like, um, is it okay for me to worship deities from more than one pantheon? So that's something that like I see a lot um, in some of the forums that I frequent. So like, you know, if you primarily worship like Greek deities, is it okay if you worship a Norse one or vice versa? Or is it okay for you to be um, also incorporating like the Virgin Mary into your practice? Um, and, and really the answer is like, yes. Yes. The thing that kind of like the the thing that kind of like gets me about this sort of thing is is if you want to do that thing, you don't have to ask someone for permission to define your the boundaries of your faith. Yeah. Unless uh, you feel that that's how you need to do things, that's that, I, that's I, it. I but. think I think that in general, the reason why these sort of questions come up uh, is because we have. Uh, on the opposite side of the answer, a large number of people who disagree with the idea that you could f conceptually, like, worship Captain America or be a practicing Jedi or, or like, follow the Norse gods, but also still, like, a, like worship Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, yeah. You know, which, like, you could do all of those things. You could do all of the things that I just said, like, as an individual person. But the way that we normally talk about faith and practice and religion, you know, and, and not we as in us two, but we as in the, like, sort of, like, society, uh, <laughs> as, as like, as, like, kind of, like, regular people in and around the world is generally kind of like, it, it's very yes-no about stuff, right? Yeah. It's like, well, uh, I'm Christian, therefore I can't believe any of this other shit, right? Or like, I'm pagan, therefore I can't believe any of this other shit. And I mean, like, so yeah. we have an episode specifically about gatekeeping, and we get into this a little bit. That would be toxic internet witchcraft. Yeah, toxic internet yeah. witchcraft. Um, and we kind of get into it a little bit there, where it's like, all right, I mean, like, if if... You don't think, like, basically just don't listen to the haters. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like the TLDR well, of that. in that episode, we also talk about the differences between um, gatekeeping and appropriation and appreciation mm. and you know, that sort of thing. So you can kind of draw some parallels yeah. there. But And there's also no one answer to any of these or those questions, right? I yeah. mean, it's entirely going to be like set and setting subject and yeah, observer yeah. based, right? Because you might be doing a thing that some, you know, uh, uh, in plus four observers are going to be like, well, that's, I don't know about that, right? But like, if that's the thing that you're doing and you're not hurting anybody or like, like spreading misinformation or something to that extent, then kind of what, who cares? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's sort of yeah. the way that I look at it, right? Like, I know that, like, um, a lot of times we want, like, hard and fast answers for these things, right? We want, 
a system based in, and I think we talk about this in one of the episodes of the podcast, it's like, well, you know, it's in the ancient times, this is what they did, so we have to do it this way. And, like, that's gangster. Like, do ancient times stuff. But I'm, I'm, uh, very actively reminded of, like, the, like, paleo health food movement yeah. as, like, a great rule and guide conceptually, but sometimes in practice, the rules set forth in certain paleo, like, whatever the, like, one of the, like, TM paleos is like, well, you can't eat this. And it's like, well, they would have had that back then. I don't, wh- why are you coming up with that rule, right? So, like, a yeah. lot of times, a lot of times what, what we expect, what we, like, kind of, have read or learned as ancient, and we talk about this a million times in a million episodes, is really just like Gerald Gardner making some shit up. Or, yeah. or, 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 or like some, uh, some monks from like 12th century. Yeah, or some 12th century monks making, making some up. shit up. But also or some like, 18th century uh, English asshole <laughs> making some shit up. Like it's yeah. a bunch of assholes making well, shit up. But also hot. like one of the things about the, you know, like, um, you know, wanting to do things the way that like they did in ye old times TM is like, we don't like if you want to endeavor to do that absolutely oh, yeah, totally go roll, for dude, it. Crush it yeah. but um you got to remember that in ancient times people had a very close relationship with their food and you find that in a lot of pagan religions um or belief structures that the the idea of sacrificing an animal comes into play um and if you are in a position where you can and also feel comfortable and have the skill and everything available to say sacrifice a goat for uh, a Sabbath, I mean, go for it. But yeah. most people don't really have that. So if you're trying to be a true reconstructionist, there's a lot of work put into it. Yeah. But if that's the place that you want to be with it, like, absolutely go yeah. for it. But also keep in mind that one of the, I think we talked about this in our last episode like our last full-length episode that Mm -hmm. we did um is like we are only operating you know we don't have a time machine we don't have anybody from the past to tell us this stuff um nor do nor can we just like rewind and watch it so we're really basing everything that we're doing modernly off of like very few usually historical sources and those historical sources are are generally colored to very specific things i mean yeah we have to understand that like first of all most of the stuff that we know is uh, the telephone game yeah right and i mean this this applies to everything top up, down, left, right, everything, everything. I mean, why do you think there are so many different versions of, like, the Christian Bible? Is, like, a great example. And if you don't know, there are a lot. Oh, my God, there are so many versions. And they're very... Some of them are, like, a little different, and some of them are, like, very different. I used to have an app on my, uh, on, like, my first iPhone, so this app probably doesn't even exist anymore. (laughs) Uh, But what it was... This app, like, specifically held, like like most if not all of the versions of the bible and so what it let you do is like you could look up a a verse from the bible and then it would like cross-reference all of the other bibles and be like all right this verse is the exact same in like all of these bibles but in like this bible it's actually said this way and in this version of the bible it's said this way and sometimes those are like little v they shit and sometimes it's like profoundly different like it changes the entire connotation of the like whole verse or whatever so like you know so so there's like that thing to take into account but then there's also the idea that like okay let's say you want to do stuff hyper traditionally right well if you're in a position where you cannot like let's say uh uh ritualistically sacrifice a goat i mean like buying a goat steak from your local butcher technically that goat was 
unalived, to use the current YouTube parlance, um, was, you know, was, was, uh, butchered and such, um, so, like, you're just, you know, it's like kind of the transitive property of math is the way that I look, the way that I look at it. Yeah. You know? So, like, you could do something like that, and that's perfectly fine. And if you're not a meat eater, well, then, conceptually, it's that thing where it's like, all right, well, if you were, um, if you're not a meat eater, right, then, like, harvesting mushrooms, like, eating mushrooms, or, like, eating, like, kale or some shit, would be exactly the same. Because to you, like, beans as your protein source, like, that would be the same value as, like, let's say, a goat, right? Because it's not, like, about the hard rule. It's about, like, the intention of giving a bit, uh, giving something up in honor of a thing, right? Yeah. And asking for blessings from giving that thing up to honor, like, you, you know, to your particularly worshipped deity in order to fulfill some sort of a thing that you're asking for or, or what have you. And, I mean, I think that this goes the same way when we're talking about worshipping, like, a non-traditional deity thing, which kind of brings us back to the original question, is, like, do you have to worship... Um, you know, brand name gods. No. And you also, even if you are worshiping a brand name God, do not need to worship said God in the brand name, in the like, in the like MCU appropriate way. You know, like you can do it in your way. So long as you're not being like, well, I do it this way and you do it that way. So you're wrong. Like, I mean, like all things in life, if you're an ass, you're an ass. That has nothing to do with the way you worship or your inability to not gatekeep esoteric shit or some other thing like that. And, like, I know that a lot of people are very, like, you got to have this genealogical connection or you got to have this, like, belief structure to follow a certain thing. But, like, a, a perfectly solid example of where, like, like the, the things that make me comfortable saying... Like, oh, you just, like, worship in whatever way you want. Is that, like, in America, the Church of Asatru is a white supremacist hate group. Or at least that that's generally what that term is recognized as when you're, like, looking that shit up as an American. But, like, over in the Seven Sisters, um, it's just a church. It's just, like, a, they're nice people. There's no racism. There's no supremacy or none of that shit. Right. People, you know, some people specifically in the United States have come to the conclusion that the that the worship of Odin is like some sort of white thing, um, which is from my perspective, a bit humorous because they learned it because of a, a, a Muslim man, but um, um, an Arabian man, excuse me. But um, like it's not. And if they want to worship that way, like, fuck those guys, they're assholes. Uh, and the rest of us don't need to necessarily worry about that. However, if you have Norse tattoos, um, you, you are liable to have somebody say some racist ass shit to you. Like, I'm a brown guy and I have Norse tattoos and I have people, I have had people come up to me and be like, ah, some Aryan Brotherhood shit or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like, I'm not just tan, obviously. So, thanks. No thanks, dog. Also, all of your beliefs are fucking stupid. Um, you know, fuck racists. But, like, you know, so so it's that thing where it's like, if you, if, if, 
like when we talked about it in the, the uh, pub chat where we talked about Santa Claus, like if if Christmas is this like very important season to you and you have all these fond memories around it and it was the only time that your family really ever got together, not in like a assholy way or something like that. And so like all of that sort of for you has always centered around Santa Claus. You already sort of worship Santa, right? In a certain way, in a certain light, right? So, like, if you wanted to set up an altar for for Père Noël, uh, for Kris Kringle, then you can do that, and there's nothing wrong with that, and there's certainly no reason why somebody should be gatekeeping you from that stuff. And, of course, all of this is set on top of the dish of, like, if you're in an environment where it's not safe for you to practice openly, um, you know, be careful, uh, because... We live nowadays where there are places where that shit is happening, which is fucking utterly insane for a country based on freedom of um, freedom of religious persecution. But hey, yeah. here you go. What are you going to do, I guess? Um, vote out assholes. But uh, like, yeah, so I, you know, I think the simplified form of this is like, yes, you can worship anybody in whichever way that you want. But also, you don't have to worship anybody at all there are plenty of people it's oh, yeah. an interesting thing about like um paganism in the last say like 10 years or so where it seems like everybody worships a deity and coming from somebody who does actively worship a deity it's hilarious to for me to say this but um like you don't have to do that there are there are plenty of pagans there are pre plenty of witches who don't actually worship any deities they just don't feel a, a connection to that archetype yeah and that's totally fine yeah you know there's a lot of like talk about like oh so and so deity reached out to me or just you know i have this vision does so and so deity want to work with me and i feel like sometimes the people who don't actively worship a deity there's people who are just like people who don't um people who don't jive with an archetype, people who haven't found one that they like, yeah. people who are um, sass witches, so that is people who use... Um... Sassy witches. <laughs> They're like, no. I mean, some of them are sassy. I don't, uh, but I don't people know People that are more is. interested in science <laughs> yeah. as opposed to um, woo-woo kind of stuff. Um, S-A-A-S, I believe it is. But, Saws. Yeah. Uh, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, on that bitch. spelling for the acronym. So, like, there are plenty of people who don't worship a deity. And oh, that's yeah, you totally do not perfectly to. okay. Yeah. Like, there is nothing that says in order to be... A pagan in order to be a witch in order to be in order to be like following a, an ancient norse path that you have to that you have to worship a deity if you if you don't jive with that archetype then yeah. you don't have to yeah totally 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 yeah you can you can definitely just like practice right like you know like something to the order of like zen paganism or like uh you know zen gnosticism which is just like like belief for the sake of belief and like you know uh sort of working on the self and all that kind of stuff yeah. you know or I, I think even of that... more of a general um not so much animist idea but general idea that like all things are sacred and nothing is particularly above another thing yeah um or nothing is sacred and you're just manipulating quantum energies in a way that we just like can't explained hey, using chaos, science chaos yet magic so there's shit. like yeah. a lot of flavors yeah. for the way that this goes yeah totally totally i mean I, I i often think about it in the form of like 
of like kind of do like do whatever feels right to you and if like you're like if you're like oh i would really love to like work with a deity but like i'm not i'm not really getting any vibes from any of them all right well then like unask the question and just work with the self and you know if the time comes for you to work with a deity and like that seems right then do that and if it never shows up and it never seems right then it just wasn't and that's also perfectly fine yeah you know um so you're kind of like free to do whatever you want yeah. which should and is obvious but sometimes when we when we see like I just recently saw uh, in one of the one of the forums that I'm on somebody talk about their uh their spouse uh worships a deity in a way that they like disagree with or something like that and they're like I don't know how to deal with this or whatever and a bunch of people were like oh just like let him do whatever he wants like it's no harm bro Unless you know? it's actually harm. Oh, oh, that's a I mean, thing. unless it's harm, but right? We're, what we're, we're talking about is harm. no harm. Yeah, no. We're, we're always assuming no harm here. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's just like, all right, well, like, all right, this guy just practices in a different way. You know, uh, Julie and I practice in, like, dramatically different ways, right? And, and we find a happy medium when we're working together on a thing. And we do, like, a different stuff when we're working separately on a thing. Um, and it's just different and that's fine. It's fine to be different. In fact, we should all strive to be a little different. Normal people are fucking boring. <laughs> right. I say it all the time. Nobody listens. Yeah, Normal people yeah. are boring. Don't well, strive to be normal. One of the things that I think kind of drives this whole idea of the having to ask for permission, if it's okay to worship this one or that one or one that you made up or one from another pantheon or none of them at all is we in, in the Western world and particularly in America. America, um, like nowadays, we live in a time that's dominated by Christian theology, and that's not to throw shade at it, no. but the particular type that has evolved where we live is generally fairly restrictive, saying you can't do this, and you have to do that, yeah. and you have to do this, and there's a lot of there's a lot of people, a very vocal majority of people, even who have very specific beliefs about what what that looks like and so we so people that are not um following this this uh sort of religious beliefs oftentimes sort of get trapped in it whether it is that you're coming from one of those beliefs yeah. and you're kind yeah. of like breaking if you're like free. If, you're, if you're like uh like uh, I, i've just left christianity well if you're used to all this structure generally your mind is going to try yeah. and seek or even if you structure. did not even if you you know come from a largely agnostic background it can be difficult because you don't really ha coming from an agnostic background or even um you know someone who who doesn't believe in deities or spirits or anything like that an atheist yeah. i was like what is that word yeah um like e even if you come from one of those backgrounds you see this in in our society so you would assume that there has to be a rigidity there yeah. has to be a frequency there has to be a thing for it and you can create that but you don't have to create that um and i think that that's one of the reasons why we see this kind of question so much is people are afraid that they're going to do the wrong thing yeah because in in the times that we live in in the place that we live in we have a lot of a lot of people saying you're doing that wrong yeah and you're going 
gonna go to or, the or, bad or, place or, when you die. Or this is the right way to do it. Or this oh, is the right do, way. Do you do you wanna worship uh, uh, like Dionysus? Here are the five things that you have to do, and if you do anything other than these five things, no worship occurs. Right? Yeah. But like. Faith isn't a video game. There are not hard and fast rules. Yeah. Right? So it's it's more open to that. And I, I have had this conversation with people who are like, like, no association with Christianity, doing their own thing. And they're like, you got to write it down. You got to have rules. You got to make a book. You, you got to define the parameters of your faith. And yeah. which is like... Completely the opposite of the way that I practice. We always tell people to write it down because it's easier to look back to see threads that are commonalities between things. Well, and because (laughs) I am like the most forgetful person in the world. I can remember how to build a thing that I need to build like three days from now when I go to Home Depot to buy all the supplies and a week from now when I finally build it. No problem at all. All the cuts, all the lengths, all the measurements. No problem with that. You tell me, you asked me to tell you what tarot cards I pulled last. I couldn't even tell you what fucking deck I pulled from. This guy, the, the cards are I still out. Zero um, memory of, sometimes yeah. I pull tarot cards and then I forget that I pulled them. And like a week later, I'm like, I'm going to pull tarot cards. And I'm just like, oh, there's already tarot cards here. I'm just going to put these away and I'm going to pretend that I probably translated those into what they were supposed to mean. And then just draw new tarot cards. I I am like pure chaos in that nature. Like I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the like necessitation of structure in faith and those things. And I think that like, um, like another thing that came up in one of the threads was, was worshiping, uh, Lovecraftian deities, you know, the like sleeping ancient ones and whatnot. Um, and a bunch of people were like, were like obviously very upset about that because HP Lovecraft was like a piece of shit. Um, in real life, he was, but yes. which he was, but um, you know, somebody in the comments on that thread had mentioned like, oh, like of course you can. I mean, Lovecraft might be an asshole, but it doesn't mean that his like books aren't good. And if that resonates with you, then that resonates with you. Like whatever, you know. I definitely like personally, my personal practice includes a lot of. Like the sort of structured, you know, like this is the research that I've done on these deities and the information that I know, as well as a bunch of just like, eh, this probably feels like this is the right thing. Or like, this is some <laughs> shit that I like gleamed in the shadows or whatever the fuck. And I'm just like going from there with it. And that's fine. Both are fine. Yeah. You know, you can do and both I tend all at the same to time. to want to know more about the, his- the history behind it and the roots and the reasoning and the understanding. So for me, that's part of it. For me, part of part of my part of part of the research is devotional for me. I want to always expand and learn and understand and sort of get to, I don't know, the root of of the whole question. Why are we here? What happens when we die? All that yeah. stuff. I mean, not like actively. That's not really it. 42 is yeah. definitely definitely it. why are we here 42 and chocolate what's at the end <laughs> 42 also so yeah um so like for me i want to know that like historical stuff but that's because i think the historical stuff in general is cool so like that's definitely a place that i'm in with that but but by no means am i a reconstructionist so like you know 
in July when Aphrodisia, Aphrodite's festival comes around again, I plan on celebrating that. And one of the first things that you do is to sacrifice a dove and use that blood to clean and purify the altar. And we're definitely not going to do that. Nope. Um, <laughs> for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Um, but like, we're definitely not going to do that. That's also, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, cleaning up blood is like a nightmare. It really is. Yeah. And our altar <laughs> is like wood and yeah. it's got a bunch of stuff on yeah. it. And yeah. I mean, then we would have to get no. a dove no. and it no. just, it's, no. it's a lot of work. I work with power tools. I've cut myself. You know what? Once you get blood on a, on an article of clothing, that's just a forever state now. Yes. As a woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have that problem, but I definitely cut myself with drills and saws more often than. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like, you know, it's, it's one, of, it's the thing that we're, that we talk about really, really often that I haven't made a drinking game joke about is, is it's really about what it is that you want to do. So yeah, wherever you, you with, are man? on your journey, it's whatever it is that works for you. And if you are working to heal and overcome from like a toxic religious background, background it's going to be a lot harder to figure out what where your compass you know where north is for your compass yeah. um because you you're trying to sort well, of it's, it's unlearn a lot of stuff yeah that um that you you know a lot of trauma that you may not yeah. want to do so it's probably a good idea to you know do some shadow work and that's its own thing but like it can be harder to understand that and it can be harder to know what to do and it can be really hard to break free of this idea that you're stuck in this little teeny tiny structure um and it can even be hard to think well that means that i can't like you know worship jesus or or mary anymore yeah. and you still can that's yeah. fine um they're they're not going to be mad at you yeah. Well, a, a solid example is like, I'm no longer Catholic, right? And yeah. I'm not a practicing Catholic, but I still genuinely love Midnight Mass at Oh Christmas. my God, you're always trying to talk me into going to Midnight Mass. Ah, I love Midnight Mass at Christmas. In a like, town Christ, an Christ, hour Christmas away? Eve. Oh my God, yeah, the Midnight no. Mass that I like to go to isn't even fucking near here. If it was uh, closer... Maybe. Like, maybe, Yeah, right? the better ones in Sonoma. But, like, yeah. I fall asleep at, like, 10.30 to 11.30 <laughs> every true. night That's on true. the dot. It yeah. does not matter yeah. how, how much That's I try fine. to stay up. And you're telling me you want me to drive... One of us is going to yeah. drive an hour east to go and sit in a building and I'm just going to fall and asleep dark and cozy. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just yeah. going to fall asleep yeah, and also like I snore. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um yeah. like <laughs> I'll go to midnight mass with dad. Um <laughs> Yeah, like it's not that I am against it. I'm just, just like late. this is not yeah. any I think, of I think my that, pieces. I think that's the, they do the Christmas Eve mass. Well, I think I, I think the church in Santa Rosa does it at like eight o'clock. They have like a family Christmas mass. That's still like forty five minutes That's away. True. That's fair. That's I don't want to do the that. The midnight better because then there's no like kids and such. If it was, but, if they did it at the or church like stations down the of the hill. cross during Easter, I love stations of the cross during Easter when you go like you know whatever like five days in a row or what have you. Um, so like, yeah, whatever. I mean, for me, it's very like, unask the question. It's, it's very like, just kind of do whatever feels right. And whatever you kind of jive with. And if you want to add structure, add structure. And if you don't, I mean, I, I, I just got three notebooks to start writing down some of the more esoteric and insane, like practical bits of my belief. I have one page in there. They're little notebooks. It's not a lot of page. Uh, I have like one page with a little <laughs> bit of notes and then I, and then I haven't touched them since. So, I mean, I inevitably will, I put them in a place so they stare at me, um, to remind me that I need to do that, but I just have not done that yet. It, it's fine. You know? So yeah, don't worry about it. 
And and if you if if Shrek two changed your life and you want to build a, a an altar um, to to your Lord and Savior Shrek, kick ass, rock and roll, do it. Tiny altar swamp. I'm very here for it. In fact, that's a really cool idea. How dare you give us new ideas? I know, right? I'm just like, oh man, you could get like a fish tank, like a like one of them shallow aquariums, and like make a little bog and get some like bog fish and stuff. Yeah. In it. Oh my god, it'd be so fucking cool. Anywho, we're we're just we're droning on at this point in time, and I might have to build a tiny swamp uh, if I keep this up. So I don't need that. Right now, I have too many projects. And also, I want ice cream. And and she I wants ice cream asleep. before she falls yeah. asleep. So, uh, yeah. So, what do you... Like, what's your opinion on the question? Obviously, when we post these questions, you know, we want to know what other people think. Do you think that they're... You know, that, like, you shouldn't be able to do that? And if so, why? Uh, do you agree with us? And, uh, you know, is there is there something particularly interesting that you worship that is non... Normal, like uh, like I have a lot of influence from Lovecraft, um, like Lovecraftian horror in the like uh, like shadow work that I do, and in like the darker half of my practice is very like Lovecraftian horror adjacent because I love that stuff to death ferociously. Um, but like I would argue that I have to some small extent or another always sort of like worshipped at the altar of Santa Claus because Christmas, I just, I love Christmas decorations and I love <laughs> Christmas lights and all of that shit. And like, as an adult human, I'm still like, I mean, leave out milk and cookies, right? Like, obviously, you know, yeah, even though like yeah. I bought 100 of the gifts um, in the house or whatever, you know? I have been working with Doctor Strange, specifically from like the, the archetype of, of Doctor Strange from from Multiverse yeah. of Madness um, when it comes to like techno magic and chaos magic. And I feel like it's definitely doing... Yeah, he's the thing he's, that I want. He's to. mad chaos magic. He's mad like uh, multiverse magic. Yeah, which is like yeah. a in my mind, multiversal magic uh, is very like um, like almost like refined chaos magic. Yeah, like trying to define it a little bit more, which I completely agree with. I'm I'm sort of in the same boat with with uh, that particular Doctor Strange, and also the like OG sixties like psychedelic Doctor Strange. I'm a big like. Like sixties yeah. psychedelia I person and like work funk with, and all um, that shit. With a being that I call the Fae Queen, which is basically the Queen of the Fairies, but I'm not talking about like the Celtic pantheon fairies. I'm talking about a different, like a different archetype, yeah. a, a different being entirely. Um, so I definitely did sort of pick and choose and dibble and dabble with things. Yeah. Um, even though Aphrodite is like my main my main girl. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like I would, I would say like my main is like Odin and Hell, um, and like all of the little like sub stuff that I do is like the persona, the like uh, Terry Pratchett's personification of death, a thing that I have like kind of always vaguely worshipped. I just am in love with that characterization for death. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, and arguably the same for Deadpool's uh, personification yeah. of death. Similar Lady Death, I think they call it in the Marvel comics, right? Yes, yeah, and which death. is also the same as Thanos' death. S Thanos' death, yeah. From S that same, same lady From that same comics, run of comics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also definitely, like, Doctor Strange in, uh, in 
the myriad of Doctor Strange. Um, definitely like uh, the Sleeping Ancients and like uh, like uh, Nyarlathotep and Cthulhu and all of them. Um, so I, you know, I kind of like bring a lot of that stuff in as well as just like a bunch of sort of like unnamed things that I just yeah. sort of like worship in the direction of sort of chaotically because I do like a fair amount of like chaos yeah magic as it were man so, we gotta we gotta we gotta get that episode rolling the chaos magic episode <laughs> is gonna be forever long so i so. hope you guys are ready for a three-hour episode oh my buckle up and make some popcorn oh my fucking god yeah it's gonna be so long i have so many opinions and i don't even know if any of them make sense so i have to figure that out um but uh yeah I anyway 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 we're just we're just we're just rambling we're just talking in, in circles yeah now. we're just talking in circles at this point in time but uh, so anywho this has been the pub chat. Uh, the question for this pub chat was, uh, can you worship outside of the brand name gods? And the answer to that is, yeah, obviously, duh. Um, but there's a myriad of, of complexity in all of We answered it three those. minutes in, and yeah. uh, here and we are. And the rest are. of the time, we just hung out. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, I've been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Pub Chat. And we will catch you guys next time. Uh, stay magical, folks. Yeah, and don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. Boom.